Hello, my friends. Skip here. Another episode of uh, The Matrix Has You. And it does. It has all of us. Uh, if, if you are a physical being uh, alive in this reality, then it, it has you. Uh, it's, um, it's just a given that even when we become aware that we live out of a reality that is constructed of our thoughts that are based in false notions uh, that we are all just kind of stuck there. Uh, we, we can work very hard, though, and I truly believe this, on living outside of that matrix. And that's what this podcast is about. Um, I want to offer to you some ways in which we can understand that we are caught in uh, a reality that is false. Uh, because that's probably the hardest notion to hear. You know, it's certainly very hard to understand that we have all lived a life and it seems to make sense on some level. And, you know, there's us and them and there's uh, black and white and there's, uh, you know, heads and tails. And it's all... You know, you're either a success or you need to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps or yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it all seems very normal to us until we begin to look around. We begin to look for those moments, uh, those signs when we can begin to understand that uh, that nagging feeling within us is real. That nagging feeling is really the beginning of what it means to understand that we are caught in a matrix. And so I want to talk uh, first about that nagging feeling. And then I want to talk about other ways in which we can recognize that we really are in the midst of a program that's running. Uh, we really are uh, caught in a simulation created by human thought. So let's let's talk about feeling um, that we don't belong. I, I really, honestly, I think if there's one feeling that most humans share, it is that there's something more to life than what we're living. Now, a lot of people dismiss that as, you know, needing to achieve something or maybe they need to change a few things. And certainly in life, we can always do a little bit better physically, mentally, spiritually. Uh, but I think what lies, if I may be so bold as to say this, what lies at the core of all human anxiety, of all existential anxiety, is, is the fact that on some level we all understand that there's something not quite right about where we find ourselves. Uh, it's almost as if there is a homesickness in us for a home <clears throat> that we've never really had or that we don't understand. And it just nags at us. Now, for some people, it's more acute than others. I will tell you, it's, it uh, is a very acute feeling in my life, this homesickness for a different way of, of reality. Um, and for some people, it's, it's just a passing sort of, they shrug their shoulders and they go on with their job or their schooling or their whatever it may be. Uh, 
But regardless of how we deal with it, I really do believe that it's there for all of us. And that's the beginning of recognizing that there is something more. Uh, There's something more tangible to uh, that notion that there is something more. Uh, Because there is. There's a way of living that is far more uh, in line and in tune with our humanity. And I'm going to talk a lot about that uh, in all of these podcasts. That there is a more loving, more compassionate, more unified, more productive, more loving, more compassionate, as I've said twice already, uh, way of, of being human. Our real nature, folks, is not in dualism. It is in unity. Uh, other ways in which we can recognize uh, this thing that we're caught in. Think about conflict for a second. Uh, think about all the injustice in the world. And, and I never want to lead people who think that I don't believe that there isn't wrong. There's a lot of wrong in this world. And it is created by the notion that there should be wrong. Uh, we live in such a manufactured reality that there must be wrong in order for us to try to be right. I will tell you one of the most shocking things that I have seen over the past five years is people convincing, absolutely convincing themselves in the face of all evidence that they are right when it is obvious that they are wrong. I mean, I have been shocked and I don't shock easy after living my life that I have seen people that I believed were, uh, you know, the uh, people with the most common sense, even, who defend a lie, who defend something that is demonstrably false. And I think that's another way in which we can understand that we are caught in this matrix. When you begin to see people defending things that are demonstrably false, that you can demonstrate are wrong, and yet people still believe they're right, you have to think to yourself, wow, there's something going on there. And I'm not just talking about one or two folks. I'm talking about at least uh, 40% of, of the population of our society, and if not the world. I mean, look at all of the uh, people that have succumbed to uh, religious rigidity or fundamentalism. Look at all the people who have uh, succumbed to ways of, of being in the world that, that are racist or sexist, prejudiced in some way, and they defend that as the way it should be. They call it their heritage or, or their, their way of life. Or, you know, to a more complicated degree, look at the people who fight against uh, these things. They become so ingrained in their battle against what they perceive as wrong. And sometimes they're right. It is wrong. A lot of stuff is wrong. But they allow what is wrong to define them. They begin to demonize people rather than see that people are actually lost caught in a, in a matrix of thought. Uh, 
as long as we are defining ourselves over and against other people's ideas and thoughts, rather than seeking unity, we're in trouble. As I have said, we have to seek justice. We have to make things equal. We have to let people be the best them they can be, but we also have to not only free the persecuted, we have to have enough compassion to free the persecutor. And that's where most people walk away. That's why the world has not resolved its issues. Because we are caught in this linear thinking, this dualistic thinking, that even if I'm right, demonstrably right, that allows me to demonize those who are wrong. When in fact, you know, from Jesus to Martin Luther King, something different has been said. You know, we're, none of us are free until we're all free, is what, is what has been said. Uh, there are other ways to tell that we are caught in a matrix. I mean, you know, uh, low self-esteem. I just mentioned this in my last podcast, that, that if you live your life looking in a mirror going, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, that is a true sign that we are caught in a matrix of thought, a matrix of false thought, of false reality, because that's not true. And yet, most all of us, to some degree, look in the mirror and say, I'm not good enough, I'm not this or that. Or worse yet, we look in the mirror and we say, oh, I'm perfect, which means we're even more lost in the matrix of thought. There are all kinds of ways in which we can see that we are caught in this false reality of dualism. Um, I coached Little League sports for years when my boys were younger. And I saw parents do the craziest stuff when the team wasn't doing well, even to the point of demeaning their own children. Because they have put so much uh, worth on winning that they really truly believe that if they didn't win, uh, if their kids didn't win, that somehow their child was less. I mean, it was, it's, it's shocking. I, I have seen umpires in baseball games stop baseball games and chastise uh, parents. And, you know, you, all you got to do is go on YouTube and you can see fights break out at Little League sporting events because people are perceiving themselves as as better than or less than the other person. Now, I've also seen people do really mean stuff during sporting events. I remember one uh, game one of my sons played in where the other team was pinching everyone, taking their fingers and pinching them, and no one would listen. The um, the referees would not listen. Anyone would listen. Uh, That isn't right either, but those boys were taught that. Unfortunately, there was a fight after between parents. So you see... Look around, folks. Just stop what you're doing some evening and turn on the news. And you will see the news replete with this dualistic thinking, this us or them, this right or wrong. You'll see people justifying violence and justifying hatred. And then when the commercials come on, if you're watching commercial television, you will see you're being told you don't have enough, you don't weigh the right thing, you don't wear the right thing, you don't work in the right place, you don't have enough. We are bombarded, we are saturated with this false reality that permeates everything around us. I mean, look at our educational system. 
I saw on Facebook, uh, which I try to not be on all the time, uh, someone saying that uh, they're also proud of the kids who passed and didn't make the honor roll. And I thought to myself, yeah, how many times have we heard you know, about the special kids, about the valedictorian or the honor roll student or the overachiever and how we celebrate them and forget everyone else. It's because, my friends, we are caught in a system of thought that opposes, that compares, that builds up uh, falsely or demeans falsely human beings. And I don't want to get too psychological here, but, but how many of us yearned, I know I did, to hear how maybe our parents were proud of us at times. Maybe your parents said that, but maybe they didn't. You know, I don't think you have to look very hard once you want to, to see that we are caught in a system that does not allow us to be human. It does not allow us to be the fullest expression that we want to be. I remember saying to uh, someone when I was coaching Little League football, tackle football, that you can be competitive without having to demonize or hate the opponent. And that person looked at me like I was insane. That these were fifth, sixth grade kids and we needed to, these other kids needed to dominate them to win. We needed to make them less than. Uh, I truly believe that we can live in a world where opponents can honor each other and that competition can be something more. I do believe that we can live in a world where we can uh, find a unity and respect and appreciate each other. But that is not where we are at right now. I hope that these podcasts can kind of point the way to that place. But I will tell you, man, next time you go to a sporting event, if you're inclined to go, listen to the talk. Listen to the parents. You want to see if we're caught in a, in a matrix of dualistic judgment. Listen to parents and players at a basketball game or a football game. Talk to a kid, gently talk to a kid who's too skinny or too fat according to the world and you will see a a soul devastated, wrecked by this matrix because that's what it does, folks. It celebrates those who are fitting in just right and it frankly tries to do away with those who, who don't. I don't think you have to look very far to see proof that we're caught in this sort of unholy way of thinking. Uh, I want to end with some hope, though. I, I do encourage you to look around. I do encourage you to, to uh, you know, watch the, the sporting event or to watch the news or to, to watch uh, your children or your friends or your whoever interact with each other. Uh, but I do want to offer some hope here at the end of this because I wouldn't do this if there wasn't some hope. I, I believe that unity and compassion and love are the true nature of what it means to be human. I, I do. I, I believe that we can find our way out. And I think that the great religious figures of humanity point the way out. Uh, I, I think that there are people who are aware enough that 
that they can help us find our way through this matrix. And I want to leave you with this, and you're going to hear me say this a lot. I I don't think I've said it yet, but you're going to hear me say that kindness is one of the keys to this. If we can just be kind, folks, if we can just practice simple kindness, we might find our way out of the matrix of, of the ego, of false thought and dualistic thinking. I thank you, my friends. Uh, God bless you. Uh, Good luck on your journey.